Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast For Me. Podcast For Me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as K-Dog, Dizzy Dog. I just made that shit up just now, or did I? Hey everybody, this is the uh, first podcast of the year. I was supposed to do one last week, and I was, you know, it's kind of get lazy sometimes. What can I say? It's not like anyone really listens or anything. <laughs> Except for some guy in Russia. Probably a bot. That's a thing. They did this uh, thing where they um, found out it was like a uh, there's a whole like job system in Russia where you just go on social media and post outlandish shit for both sides. And your sole goal is to get a lot of followers. So you'd say something like, the border sucks. And then you get a bunch of people. And then you lead, hey, click here if you agree with that. And it'd be the other way around too. Fuck the border. We don't need a border. And then you get more people. So they'd be going right and left. Fucking cheap. Just follow for it. Eh, that's going to happen. Well, it's uh, January 12th, 2019, Saturday. We're in the year 2019, the future. But if you're listening to this, it's the past. <laughs> For me, it's the future. Who would have thought 2019 would be like how it is now? The only thing that we didn't predict was cell phones being what they are. You know, like <clears throat> 20 years ago, you wouldn't have thought there's in your cell phone, or having a cell phone's a thing, you wouldn't know that, you know, you could just get on your cell phone and you know google anything you want really you know you could buy things calculate things uh ask any question no one would have thought that all we thought was like flying cars and shit and spaceships and all sorts of stuff and uh none of that shit happened the only thing we got was a cell phone so it just goes to show you that we as human beings cannot predict the future it's always something we don't expect let me see here. What's going on in life? Right now I'm doing a bunch of burpees, you know, every day. I'm doing this 100 burpee challenge, 100 day, 100 day, 100 burpee challenge. I'll try it for 30 days. I noticed that my knees hurt and shit like that. I don't know how I'm going to do the weekend though because here I am on a Saturday and I don't feel like doing shit. I got maybe 30 done and I'm like, ugh, I got to do 70 more. Fuck that. <sighs> I feel really good after doing them, though. What a burpee is, is you, you come to a squat, and you push your feet out, and then you come back to a squat and push up, you know, or, or stand up. You can add a push up to it, you know. So if you're new to this podcast, uh, you can reach me at Podcast For Me or at Podcast For Me on Twitter or Facebook or Google, you know, podcastforme at gmail.com. Um, this podcast is mostly me ranting about shit. I, I read some of the news and rant, and then I riff about random things I came up with, and then culminating in some other bullshit that I come up with. Since, uh, it's, what, a new year, I should review the last year. You know, things like I've seen. Yeah, I'm a nerd, so I gotta review the shit that I've seen. But before that, let's get into some news. Let me read this headline real quick. Ugh. Ugh. I had it set up to the headline I wanted to read, but I uh, started skipping around, so things got changed. Okay, here we go. Woman loses new job for exposing her old employer's controversial YouTube channel entitled Hashtag Me Neither. So, 
this is just a stupid story, but it's it's like an eye into the times that we're in. You've got you, for some reason we always come with two sides of a uh, of a situation in um, America. I, I would call it or in our culture. You've got you got the hashtag Me Too. So with the hashtag Me Too is like I guess in Hollywood. This shit, this shit happens, right? Where a director or a producer says, I'll get you in this movie if you touch my penis. Or some shit like that, right? You know, just gargle my balls in, my, in your mouth and you, you play a small role. Or they'll, 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 touch, they'll touch a uh, person and be like, I'm going to touch these tits. Ugh. Now you're going to be in this movie. Or some shit like that. Or just in general. All right? And that's the hashtag me too. So you say hashtag me too, meaning this happened to me as well, you know? So a bunch of people say that, right? But what happened with anything really is that it grows. You know, you can't have something just be literally what it is. It has to grow outside and become fringe almost. So yes, doing that saying, putting a person in a position of like, you're going to have to do this to get that. Is a terrible thing in, re- in in respects of like, hey, touch my balls or, hey, you know, lick my uh, taint a little and then you can be in this movie. You know, that's fucked up. That, of course, is fucked up. But, you know, because people need attention quite a bit, they convolute the actual problem that is. Because that is a thing that happens and it's, it's of course, wrong. But people grow grow this thing. Like, for instance, a guy goes, nice sweater. And then this girl goes, oh, that motherfucker. He said, nice sweater. He's trying to treat me like a piece of property. And because he's my boss, obviously he's trying to fuck me or some shit like that, right? So you got that. And you got a whole mess of those fucking people that hashtag me too. Or I'm a victim. That's a, that's a big thing in our world nowadays in 2018 or correction 2019 I have to get kind of used to it is I'm a victim I'm always a victim I'm I'm right and I'm a victim that's that's the two big things that push most of our culture nowadays and if you're not a victim you're gonna you're gonna claim to be a victim you know in some weird fashion you know and and like don't get me don't get it twisted you know fucking you know fondling a chick against her will and shit is fucked up but if you say something like nice sweater or you hug somebody and then they and they they're okay with it at first and then later on they're like you know what fuck that guy for hugging me i don't want to hug he he fucking molested me you know (laughs) or some shit like that now it becomes convoluted well because of that because of that you have people who push against the hashtag uh, me too now that now it's hashtag me neither meaning this never happened or you know you taking it too far or you know just you know i don't know it's it's the opposite end it's just <sighs> it it's it's in retaliation to the fringe now what, what the problem is is although you're retaliating against the fringe you are inadvertently retaliating against the people that actually had to you know endure that kind of stuff so i mean that kind of sucks but usually like okay for one thing i thought the hashtag me too as it stood was okay who cares i mean if you did that shit you're a monster you know and if you took it out of context 
too far like oh they hugged me too long or you know he looked at me a certain way it, you know and you, you're saying you're a victim too yeah fuck you and the horse you rode in on but uh that that to itself is done when you add the hashtag me neither you, you're making fun of something that's kind of legit you know and at that point no matter what you say even if you're fucking shitting on the fringes you're just wrong but that's beside the point. So the the article in, in regards to is, so this lady it works for another lady, gets fired, but not before. Okay. The reason why she gets fired is because she, um, she saw that her boss had a YouTube video about toxic femininity, which is another opposition to another fucking weird thing. So... A bunch of people came up with this thing called toxic masculinity, which is stupid. It, 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 that's a stupid movement uh, unto itself, you know. It's when, you know, guys try to act aggressive or aggro or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever the fuck dudes do. And you're trying to try to get a, go against the nature of a man, you know, whatever. So be it. Whatever. Cool. All right. That's your fucking thing. Now, when you put toxic femininity in it, in opposition to that, you're just creating more stupid. In fact, like I said, with the Russian bots and everything, I feel like maybe that was invented by them. Maybe. I mean, that's pretty clever if you think about it. How do I get more people to follow my my um, my pages, my websites, you know? So, you know, what, what, do I, what do I do? So people are bitching about, you know, how women are taking it too far. Well, let's go to the extreme, you know, <laughs> and let's get those extreme people because for some reason only extreme people are dumb, which is true with anything. So, yeah, so her boss is all hardcore, probably Republican, and is all like, you know, hey, yeah, women are going too far. They're, they're calling rape when they're not being raped and shit like that, right? That's stupid unto itself. Whatever. So your boss is doing that shit. So in opposition to this, and she probably argued with her about this. I don't know, but I'm because okay. There's one, and you have to read the subtext of the article. There's a part where the uh, workers like, uh, I she fired me because her political beliefs don't mesh well, and this and that. And I'm like. Wait, how do you know what her political beliefs are? They must have had a conversation. And for her to say that she got fired because of her political beliefs, probably they argued a couple times about it, you know? I could see that happen. Casual, fuck Trump. Why fuck Trump? Da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? And then it escalates from there. Um, so, she, so the boss has a, a YouTube channel... On, you know, fucking anti, all that bullshit, all that toxic masculinity, all that toxic or what hashtag me too. It's like the opposition of that. So what does the coworker do or the, the underling? She puts a YouTube video putting her on blast. This fucking bitch does this, this and this. And she's all about anti women and blah, blah, blah. And so her boss fires her. <laughs> I mean, if I own, if I own a company, right? And I have a hobby or something. Say I own a, co a donut shop, right? Whatever. And I'm working with somebody and they're underneath me. And we have different views. So be it. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. And then on my, my podcast, I say some shit like, I hate pedophilers or whatever. 
And then you go on YouTube saying how I'm a piece of shit because I love kids or misconstrue what I'm saying, you know. Because if you actually Google the site and shit, it's, what she says isn't too bad. It's it's stupid that she does it nonetheless, but she, that's her fucking thing. She's just doing it. So be it. I'm on a fucking podcast. What the fuck ever, right? So if I if I'm if I'm a boss and I'm doing my extra thing on a podcast, some lady who's working underneath me or guy or midget or whatever. Is talking shit about me on the YouTube. Yeah, you need to go. And yeah, you're done. <laughs> the fact that this is a news story is ridiculous. The only reason I brought it up is because this is like a eye into the culture that we're in nowadays. You know, everyone's a fucking victim and everything. What the boss lady did was not wrong. I mean, whatever on her views, her views could suck a big dick. Who cares? But that's her prerogative. And she's just having fun, whatever. And then you go and roast her. Fuck, she don't have to work with you after that. You you went after your own boss. It's fucking common sense. I, of course, I don't think you could fire people for shit like that. But fuck yeah, you gotta know. I mean, there's an unwritten law, unwritten rule. I mean, you talking shit about your boss, you're gone. You're fucking gone. Even outside of work, nobody wants to be around you. Bitch, you'd have known better. Let's see. She admits it in her song. All right, all right. Here we go. And I don't know why the the, the article is pretty badly written. But wait, give me a second. There's a quote of her, of her I wanted to read out, which I thought interesting. This is the new victim mentality. Uh, whistleblower. She calls herself a whistleblower because she called her out on YouTube. But you're not a whistleblower. Fucking lady isn't doing anything illegal. She's just out there making YouTube videos. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Where is it at? Where is that? YouTube videos. Nancy is neither owner or whatever the fuck. The origin. I do not. There's on the article, they're bickering on who owns the establishment. She admits that she never saw a paperwork or anything. Come on, where is it? Attack Why is some inkling? My goal isn't about it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go. Here's a quote from the victim <laughs> who deserved to get fired. Oh, here's my stance. She deserved to get fired. I don't give a shit. You, you talk a shit about your boss outside of fucking the company and they found out. God damn it, man. She was just doing her thing and you're calling her out on her political beliefs. You're probably a fucking nag. That's all you do. Fucking tr- Trump's a piece of shit. Meanwhile, can we just make these donuts, please? <laughs> so here we go. This is a quote from the cadeau, the person who got fired here as a queer woman of color who has worked in the largely cis male dominated field of specialty coffee for over a decade i make it my personal responsibility as a consumer to know who i am supporting when i visit a business she says my goal isn't it isn't to negatively impact Rizzo which is the boss, or lead a boycott, or to have a dialogue with uh, Roma Lamont, whoever the fuck that is, regarding her opinions. My goal is to give people information so that they can make their own choices as to where they spend their money. So it's a specialty coffee joint, right? And they're selling coffee. That's the bottom line. They're selling specialty coffee. Fucking lady goes and says, hey, you know, Look, bro, I'm a queer woman and did it, and a woman of color. This this lady, blah 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 blah, you know, 
is this, you know? So I'm not trying to lead a boycott. I just want people to know. Basically, you are trying to lead a boycott and you're trying to get people to not go there. You know, I mean, she's selling fucking coffee. Any negative press, no matter if it's true or not, is you're trying to stop her fucking business. She deserves to fucking fire you if that's the case. And and come on, man, with the fucking I'm a victim here. As a queer woman of color who has worked largely in a cis male-dominated field, get the fuck out of here of specialty coffee. And it's a lady who's who's in charge. The person she's coming after is the fucking chick who made the YouTube videos, who is in charge. So she's talking about a cis-dominated thing, which is like that that weird way of talking where you're trying to offset transgender community. So you got a man and you got a woman. And then you got these transgender people, which could be a guy or a girl or a girl or a guy or some bullshit like that. And that's only like 0.03% of the fucking population or some shit like that, right? Such a small minority of people who are born under a different you know, identity, you know, like I could see a genetic, you know, aberration of some sort, you know, or maybe a some, some kind of a disorder of some sort. But then you got these other people who want attention and they're kind of confused and shit. And so they're saying they're transgender too. So you've, you've got a bigger percentage than normal saying that they're transgender, but they're not. I mean, it's still, it's still a small fraction of people. It's not even 1%. It's like less than 1%, you know, is a transgender, you know, if anything, if you identify and that more power to you, but because of that exists, they want to off center other males and women, you know, and they, they want to make it, they want to create more dialogue. So instead of just male, now it's a cis male instead of female it's cis female, you know, you can't just say male and female, you know, shit like that because you can identify as a transgender or whatever the fuck, you know, and as a queer woman. So is she lesbian? I wonder. I try to find a picture of this Cadeau person. Because usually when you hear someone identify that they're a colored person or some shit like that, usually they're white. And then they just so happen to have like one seven hundredth of a percent of a of some kind of a nationality and then they identify as that nationality to seem not white. So they can identify more and cre- create more victim. Man, they should have an Olympics for this, a victim Olympics, you know. I'm black slash Jew slash lesbian slash gay slash transgender handicapped. And I don't like the way you treat cis male, cis female uh, Mexicans at a Taco Bell. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, there, 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 you, there you have it. Uh, two, two girls going at it over nothing. All right, here we go. What's this one? Uh, oh, there it is. Teacher suspended for telling student she had a cute gym clothes and taking her photo. Now, I only brought this one up because usually when you read news articles, well, for me, apparently, I always think, what's the other side of this? All right? I think, you know, like this is probably out of context or something like that. No, that's not out of context. What they should do is look at that guy's computer fucking history and see where he's at. (laughs) I mean, it's one thing to say those are cute gym clothes. And even that, even fucking that is a little bit out there. If a dude is telling a high school chick that, you know, I mean, you don't fucking say that ever. And then, um, 
and then you take her photo. Why? There is no context to that. There's nothing. There is nothing that can make that all right. Like what? You were just passing by and you thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell her she has cute gym clothes. Okay, so that's still not good. Okay, let's see here. Maybe maybe it's a, you're a photographer. No. No, I don't think so because he's not a photographer. He's a teacher. So that don't work. Unless he was like teacher slash photographer, but he isn't. Hmm. Let's see her. I'm trying to position that in a way where that would have been okay. It's it, it, in each in each aspect, it's wrong. Like maybe a cute, yeah, the, the cute gym clothes, man. That is fucking wrong, man. You should have never fucking told her that shit. Maybe she said, uh, "My clothes look stupid," and then you said, "Oh, they're cute gym clothes." Nah, you, nah, you can't say that. You got your clothes look good. That's what you would say. Not nah, you're cute. Maybe maybe if she was dressed like a bunny, like a like a rabbit, and you're like, oh, that, those are some cute gym clothes. Let me take a picture. And then she's like, you know, looking stupid or something. Maybe, I guess. I guess that could be the context. But no, I don't think she was in a bunny suit or anything like that. Yeah, that guy. They should really check into that dude's internet history or some shit like that. But we'll find some shit. <laughs> Why the fuck would you say that guy? He got suspended for uh, only a couple days, I think. Five days. Yeah. I, I believe things can be misinterpreted, but th that one is pretty harsh. <laughs> Trump admits that he lied about Mexico paying for the border wall. So check it out. Uh, as of now for uh, January 12th of 2019, uh, the government's been shut down for 21 days. That's three weeks. That means... When the government shuts down, what that means is uh, they try to hash out their budget or whatever. And at the same time, anyone who's like a federal employee or some shit like that, they don't get paid. That equals about 800,000 people. It should be more though. I, they said about 800,000 people, but I thought, that was, I thought it was more people like military. And that's a lot. But I could be wrong. And so you got 800,000 people. They're not getting paid. And that's that's a problem. And the reason why is because Trump is saying he wants to build this wall. That's such a weird thing because he is the one stopping everything. He's saying that it's Democrats that are stopping him from – basically, if he doesn't get the wall, he's not signing the uh, the budget or whatever, maintaining this government shutdown. <sighs> but usually you would want your politicians to kind of work something out. Negotiate a little. Okay, we'll build this wall, but you give us this or something like that. Nah, he's straight just being hardcore about it. Now, when he was running uh, the campaign, amongst talking about coal and shit like that, <laughs> he was talking about building this fucking wall, and he's going to make Mexico pay for it. And uh, that really got some white people going. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck them Mexicans. You know, we have a we have a Canadian border, but for some reason, we really, we really fucking hate Mexico. I don't know why. And it's not by we. I mean, just certain people in America. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And they got them in a tizzy that they think that they're like the worst of the worst live in Mexico, and they're going, they're walking across, taking people's jobs and shit. Because seriously, a, a high school kid desperately wants to pick fucking oranges and strawberries for menial money, you know. Anyways, so he he later said, 
you know, oh, now, well, okay. So when he was running for president, he said that, that he's going to have Mexico pay for the border. Obviously, that was a lie because now he's being a big dick about things and he's making it so, you know, the government shuts down forever. <laughs> what, what the fuck ever? And uh, you can't, uh, yeah, that's that's obviously him lying. And he, now he admits that he was lying. I don't really give a shit about the article, really. A lot of the articles are like a mishmash of the same fucking thing. Why we have, why we need to build this wall, why we don't need to build this wall. Who's lying? FBI this, FBI that. But um, not many people really want this wall. It just seems to be like only him and the, the, the most stupid want a fucking wall. Like, do you really think a wall's gonna really stop people from fucking breaking in? And what's the re- what are your what are your reasons for this fucking wall? So that thugs and criminals won't go across. That's no better than people trying to take away guns. You know, like so I'm a I'm a Democrat and I want to get rid of guns. Ah, uh, you know, and then the thought is, what about the law abiding citizens? Criminals don't give a shit. They're gonna get guns. That's gonna happen. You take away guns from like everybody you know the criminals are gonna still have guns that's the argument you know now you got this now you got this fucking president and he's like you know what let's build this fucking wall and the reason why is so that we can't have criminals coming across well they're fucking criminals man they don't give a shit that there's a fucking wall they'll figure something else out i mean you can't you can't stop people from coming across with a fucking wall and you can say it's a deterrent and everything but no it's a very expensive deterrent that doesn't really help Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anyone who's really down for a fucking wall. Hey, you know what? I, I work with, I'm, but I'm in California. What can I say? Everybody's all about, like, doesn't give a shit about this fucking wall in California. The ver- it, That's where the wall would primarily be, right? Wall would extend to Arizona and shit like that, probably. I bet Arizona's cool about that. Texas doesn't give a shit. They want them to come across so they can shoot them if they need to. <laughs> uh... I wonder if, like, people in Michigan are like that. Like, I remember um, I was in Michigan, and uh, I guess it's a hardcore Republican area. And uh, I was talking to these uh, white guys or white people. And they're, oh, so they're doing small talk. They're like, oh, you're you're from California. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm from California. And they go, oh, it's nice there. We're doing small talk back and forth. And they go, what do you think about that uh, situation over there? Because, you know, we're still talking about legal immigration and shit like that as a cultural narrative most people in california don't give a fuck that much because mostly mexicans are here and they're pretty cool people but uh you're in you're in michigan they're like what do you think about that situation so uh, me being who i am i'm like hmm better play this cool and i was like yeah man that's crazy right see i leave it open like that because i could go either way and they're like yeah man those fucking mexicans man they're just taking jobs and shit you know just coming across man it sucks to be you guys because they're <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're just able to cross the fucking border like easily and i'm like yeah man that's fucking crazy man i can't believe people cross over here and pick oranges and shit you know i don't want to do that <laughs> and they're like yeah wait a minute i don't get it but okay it's like he thought i was like on his side but i really i mean it's not it's not my fight. I mean, I don't care. I just want it to be one way or another. I mean, this whole border thing is a ridiculous thing, you know. It, it's I think it's a very easy thing to enforce this shit. So you you, you got your illegal immigrant, right? You want to be a bad guy? Let's go bad guy land. You got your legal immigrant, get him in a car, drive him over there in Mexico, drop him off, then drive away. 
It's not like they get back in right away. <laughs> they got they paid like what twelve thousand dollars, twenty four thousand dollars to get into the country illegally. You just grab them and drive them over there, rather than just like putting them in a position. What they do is they capture these illegals and then put them in a processing center and then kick them out. Why not just fucking drive them over there real quick? Just go, oh, we got some. Drive them over there. Just keep driving back and forth. She's dropping them off, man. It's that quick, and then you're done. Mission complete. They won't be able to do that again. You know, and there's like millions of people trying to break in, so millions of people are going to spend that money. And then eventually people would get it. They're like, fuck, man, we pay this money, and we get driven back into Mexico. So what's the point of driving the fucking money? It's not even worth it. If that's what direction you want to go, why don't we do that instead of building a fucking wall? Spend... 0.1% 0.1% of that billions of dollars you want for a board for um for a wall and just add that to uh buses and shit just just get them in a bus and drive back or instead of buses just cars just cars just say hey yeah we got we got a family here let's uh let's get a bus you know that kind of thing you know say you want to go the opposite direction so you don't want to have a wall you want to you you're anti that you just want them to come across so they they could be dumb voters for you then fucking do it just open the door so they start causing crime fucking the police will stop the crime take that 0.1% of the fucking wall and get more cops there you go in fact collapse the border and patrol into to, to more police they're already trained to fight and shit, you know. They're just as asshole-like as cops sometimes. Not all cops, you know, but they could they could they could play the role. And then uh, you know, just enforce crime. You know, you got the illegal immigrant who's no longer illegal because we don't give a shit anymore. Just let them do the crime. They do the crime, fucking stop them or prevent it. So, I mean, there's there's systems in place to stop this already. What are you trying to do? Mitigate a, a section of population that causes crime? reality check that's not a real big percentage you're talking like what 17 percent of crime is caused by illegal immigrant what the fuck who gives a shit what about the other fucking 90 83 percent you know they're they're already here so let's enforce that crime let's stop that you know you're trying to stop stop a small margin of people coming in and doing crime or fucking I don't know, taking jobs that we don't want. Who cares if you? But either way, do something. You got you got choices here, but we do this in between bullshit, and that's where shit gets fucked up. You try this in between bullshit, and nothing ever gets done. You know, we'll build some of a wall, we'll build no wall, or we'll do this, we'll do that, and go all the way or go home. You know, that's what I say. And then Trump doing this shit, that's just despicable. I mean, he really, really, of all the hills to die on, this is the one you chose? You're gonna, you're gonna really get a hard-on for a fucking wall? Who gives a shit about a wall? Why could you have done that for education? Something absurd, you know? Like, even throwing money at education, I don't think will ever work in a million years. But at least it would do something more than a fucking wall. A wall won't do, accomplish anything. People will still get across. They'll just find other ways probably line themselves into a big giant big wheel tire (laughs) and then roll over here or some shit like that i don't know but they're gonna get in that wall will just be an expensive thing that will stop nothing but at least like with education at least you're giving us a kind of a chance to i don't know educate more people is it more educated people better because then with america being a competitive place 
you'd have to be smarter than the next smart person. So good shit would always happen. You know, just imagine out of a class of 100 and you trained only like what? 1% of 100. What's that? 10? Or I'm stupid. One kid. He's he's the one. He's the one who's going to figure it all out. Or wouldn't it be better to, I don't know, teach at least 80% of those fucking people. And then of that, Whoever rises to the top of the 80% who's well-trained, that guy's going to be really good. I think that's what we should do. Why do we build this fucking wall? Who gives a goddamn, really? If you disagree with me, you can Twitter me at the at podcast for me or hit me up in an email, podcastforme at gmail.com or hit me on Facebook. But um, yeah, fuck you and your wall. That's what I got to say. All right, here, here's what. Teacher fired after controversial slavery lesson building $1 billion class action lawsuit. So this teacher is teach history. She's teaching these kids about slavery and they're talking about, I guess like she does one of those things, a teaching moment and teachers do this thing. They get all the students up trying to, you know, rather than just lecturing them and she gets them real close together and it was just like, see that that's close quarters and bullshit like that. Blah, 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 blah. They're on the floor. Cause we're all sitting next to each other. So one of the kids is like, yeah, they fucking study that teacher stepped on me and oppressed me to show me slavery and blah, 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 blah. So they fired her with no proof, no questioning. They, Maybe they questioned the one kid who made the the fucking accusation. It just so happens she had the, she she was part of the crime of being white. And that's a big deal in America, man. If you're fucking white, you're done. Black person says something you did that was racist or whatever, you're fucking done. If you're a white person, even worse if you're a white dude. If you if if it was a black girl saying that you did this and that and you're a white dude, shit, you might get castrated on the spot. <laughs> so she says that she said um. She got them together and, you know, did that. And they're saying that she stepped on them. I think that – and now she's suing because she got fired. Whatever. I think uh, the truth will come out in the end. I mean you got like, what, 30 students? If she really stepped on that fucking kid, I mean all 30 students will fucking say it. Dude, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, she stepped on that guy. And if she didn't step on them, you bet your ass. Like, because you can't get 30 kids, especially teenagers, to just be unified in that respect. They can't all just be like, yeah, totally. I mean, you still have like transgender people. You know, you can't get like all 30 of them to be unison in a, in a lie. It's just impossible. That's why most conspiracy theories don't work because of that. Ugh, that's what my thoughts are on the news. That's it for news. All right. Let's see, where am I at? Thirty-four minutes. Let's let's review some year. Um, hmm. I won't do everything, but let me do my TV show list here. Uh, let's see my top five TV shows. All right, here we go. At number five, I'm gonna have to go with Travelers season three. That was a great, 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 great. Great, 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 great ender to a whole show. They ended it in a weird way where it could keep going or end it. Like, it's good enough for me. Um, I thought that if you – it's on Netflix. It's about a show about people going back in time with their consciousness into bodies. And um, there's a group of people, and like terrorists almost. They have cells, and uh, they all – 
change time, you know, in different ways, like a giant chess game to help the future be not so shitty because it's so shitty in the future. Uh, the ending is great. Each season was better than the next, and they kept upping the st- stakes and changing <clears throat> the whole rhythm of the world. Because, you know, most TV back in the day um, had seasons where it always stayed the status quo. Like, you'd have the guy who likes the girl, and that would go on forever. And then eventually, when the ratings dip, finally they get together. But mostly, everything is serialized in a way where you watch one episode to the next, nothing really changes. This show changed the whole world every single time. Like, every season, something big would happen where all the relationships would change. And they did it, like, three times, which was cool. And, uh, yeah, man, what a way to end. Love that show. Let's see. What would be my next show? Let's see here. Mm, let's go with Titans. I like that show. Now, Titans was a DC property. Uh, it's based off of Young Titans or Teen Titans, but they uh, instead of calling them Teen Titans, they call it Titans, so you can age them up a little because it's kind of weird just watching a show about teenagers when you're trying to appeal to an adult uh, group of people. See, the thing is, that show is on this, this streaming service called DC Universe or whatever, and so they could get away with anything. They'd be cursing and killing. It's like a DC, but like the darkest thing ever. They're 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 playing to what DC's really good at, being an adult. You know, very very dark and dreary, real hardcore adult themes. You know, like killing and killing pedophiles and shit like that. Bad guys are bad. You know, I have to say, I really I saw the trailers for this show and I was like, this is a stupid show. But then I watched, um, I don't know who. I think so. Um, this one guy I was talking to said he was really good, so I tried it out, and I was like, I was hooked after the first episode. It was really good. I mean, it was dark. It created story arcs that don't exist in the comics. Like, there's aspects of story arcs in there from the comics, but they they make it its own thing. Like Robin's uh, hate for Batman because Batman turned him into a fucking rage monster, <laughs> and then they just add a bunch of other characters in there, like. Without showing them, they'll, they'll talk about Superman, they'll talk about Batman, they'll talk about all these other people without actually, Wonder Woman, without actually showing them. They showed Batman, though, that was pretty tight. They showed him in a shadowy way, and he was killing people. It was fucking cool, and they end the show really great. But, um, yeah, man, I have to say, that was shit, man. Of my top five shows in, 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 in um, what it's called, uh, in um, 2018, there you go, man, that's, that's, that's number four. All right, at number three, we got Daredevil. That fucking, what a Magnus, what is a Magnus Opus, right? The, 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 the ultimate in awesomeness. Daredevil season three ends Daredevil in a, in a, in a great way. Um, it starts off after their like shitty movie, The Defenders. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. But, um, Daredevil, he's all beat up and, He's uh, reeling after the loss of his uh, his girl, and I don't know. For some reason, he's real he's real tortured. For some reason, I don't know why. I really watched the whole thing, and I don't, I don't really understand it. But they introduced uh, Bullseye, and that guy was fucking great. You know, it must be hard. Must be hard. You know, or that must be hard for you. That's what he would say. <laughs> it was a great show. I mean, it showed. Uh, 
cool little story arcs. They showed the difference between Bullseye and Daredevil. Daredevil could beat him up, but Bullseye could throw things and catch him off guard because he, he would ricochet things, like throw a ball against the wall and then it hits Daredevil. And that would confuse him because he would hear hear it, but then it would hit him, you know, because Daredevil's only good at, I don't know, for some reason Daredevil couldn't catch, fucking get him. And he almost killed him, like, several times. But yeah, man, they, they end that show on, on Lightheart. They did this weird thing where there was like a three-way battle between Kingpin, um, uh, Bullseye, and Daredevil. And they're all three of them are fighting each other. They're all trying to kill each other. And um, maybe that represented season three. You had three people fighting. Weird. I, I never liked the three people fighting each other thing. But, well, fuck yeah, that was good stuff. But yeah, Daredevil. Yes, it was really, really good. All right. And let's see here. What other shows I was watching? You thought I created a list? Ha, 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 ha. I'm not your everyday uh, podcaster who is organized and knows shit. I kind of just come up with stuff on the fly. Let's see here. I guess I don't have a top five maybe a top four let's go that way with it you can hear me scrolling because i'm looking around seeing if i can find something where i'm like yeah this was good shit <laughs> fuck it no that's it cobra kai that's my number one <laughs> So I guess I have a top four. So whatever number I have, just subtract one, and then that's what I have. <laughs> Cobra Kai is my number one favorite show of this year. You wonder why? Well, because it shouldn't have been as good as it was, but it was. It went. It came out of left field. Here you got the Karate Kid, twenty years later or whatever, or thirty years later, and you you roll reversed in a way. The bad guy is really a down and out guy who oh eddie murphy's coming out with uh coming america too well, that happened anyways so you got this you got the hero of uh, the bad guy from part one of karate kid where he um you know he was like bullying the kid and and eventually loses to the the, the, the main character you know at the end of the thing and then uh, fast forward, you know, many years, he's a loser. Meanwhile, the other guy owns a car lot. He's a he's, he's good at karate, all sorts of shit, right? <laughs> and um, they get pupils, like, and it, it's just it's just good. I don't want to go through the whole fucking shell, but it, it's really good, and it really it shows the the events of the first movie under a different light from the bad guy's perspective. And um, it just shows that not everyone's a, as bad as you think. They got shit going on too. But he was a bad guy. And he admits it too. He, he, at the very end of it, he's all like, yeah, I fucked up here. I fucked up there. This was fucked up. All that shit. And it was good. And good guys become bad guys. Bad guys become good guys. It was it was good. Um, I'm excited for season two this year. So uh, more power to you, Cobra Kai. Let's see what else I got going on here. Let me talk about some disappointing things this year. Uh, I'm not going to number them because I am not really organized. I couldn't I couldn't tell which one, one thing disappointed me the most. I think I have one in particular, so I'll save that for last. 
let me just read through this list here. Ready Player One. That disappointed me. It it was terrible. I mean, I mean, it was good. No, it was terrible. I can't, I can't find anything redeeming about it because it looked so good. You got this kid who, he's um, what does he do? He plays this VR game and he's okay at it and he finds this magical key to own the company and all this shit happens i feel that if that was darker like a rated r it could have gotten better like you're talking about a shitty civilization they're only the only way life could be good really is when you go into the oasis and this is a virtual world where you can do pretty much anything everything looks great looks real it's better than the real world it just made more sense that like you would want to make the world more shitty for for that aspect. But they, they, you know, like, they made it look poor and ghetto and white trash. Like, it looked like tra trailer park nonsense, you know, with uh, literally trailer parks stacked up on each other. But I feel like if people were starving and shit and people were killing each other on the streets, it would make... The real world, or the, the Oasis, uh, a little bit, you know, just better. Make it more gritty in the real world and make that a little bit better. And there should have been repercussions. They should have had characters who died. And I think that would up the stakes. Because I really at any time didn't care that the hero, he's on this quest to find all the keys to own this whole to become a millionaire or whatever. It's like the mega happy ending for all guys, right? You get the girl, you save the world become the hero you know it's ultimate dude fantasy but there was no stakes in it you know uh yeah let's see here yeah it was a disappointment to me because when i saw it i was like oh this is this has potential i was thinking it could be like a, a sword art online or something like that but no it wasn't there was nothing redeeming about the main character either i didn't care i just didn't care about any of the characters all right what's the other one now, I would have put A Wrinkle in Time as disappointment, but I knew it was going to be disappointing before I even watched it because it had it just felt like too ethnic and cultural to be a good movie. Not that that's a bad thing, but it was just too much in your face. Like it seemed like instead of trying to create a great story <clears throat> with uh, riveting characters, it seemed to be they tried to create characters without a riveting story. So <clears throat> what I mean by that is you, you created a character, the look, the design, cool, got it. But you forgot all the subtext to it, the story, the, the thing that makes them feel real you know when you watch the guardians of the galaxy those people seem kind of realistic in the way they talk they react to each other right it just didn't feel right when you're watching uh wrinkle in time because um each character wasn't reacting right you you fucking wake up and some fucking random ladies in your house and oh you, you act scared but you go into a conversation with this person no you would keep it at the you're still in my fucking house i'm about to shoot you the conversation would never elevate from from defcon 5 you you're like what the fuck is this person doing in here but no they're they had a casual conversation somebody's about to die someone some lady turns into a dragon and then nobody says anything about it they're like oh fuck yeah let's ride this dragon yeah i'm gonna like wait a minute you turned into a dragon my conversation would have stuck at dragon in fact even after writing the fucking thing i would have been talking about the dragon Whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, that movie didn't disappoint me. It seemed like 
like they were just too busy trying to get every kind of demographic that they could and said, okay, now let's make the movie. And then they draw, oh, we got these demographics, so we really don't have to proofread this story. I don't know. It was pretty bad. And like, because they made the main character black, they, I guess they should have did something with the eyes because in the book, it's like, you have nice eyes, you know, and that's very poetic and, you know, real book, booky like, but they kept saying you have nice hair. And that just sounds so superficial. Every time the guy's like, he's into the girl, he's like, oh, you have nice hair. I just, it's just, I was like, that's a stupid thing to say to somebody. <laughs> I mean, like if you're complimenting somebody, I get that, but to, to, to be deep, it didn't sound deep at all. Like nothing sounds deep. Like, uh, you have nice hair or you have beautiful eyes and you can go into that when i look into your eyes i see the ocean i don't know they just changed it to hair so it, just, it was just a weird thing Let's see here jurassic world the fallen kingdom that movie was terrible and i i kind of felt it would be um it seemed to be that in this particular movie, they were trying to just make money. They were like, hey, man, that first movie was good. Let's make a sequel and change the whole dynamics of what Jurassic Park was good for. See, what made Jurassic Park good was that you had these dinosaurs, you had this world, and then you have like shit going wrong and people, how they get out of it. That's it. To make a sequel about that is not a good thing. They should have never made the sequel to begin with. But they did, and it felt like a sequel that shouldn't have been made. And then you're watching it, and you're watching these characters go through these motions. And they did all this shit in the first movie thinking, you know, it would never, you know, change. And it totally, it's like it forgot the, the aspects of the first movie, but whatever. The Incredibles 2, that was um, disappointing in the sense that you know after so many fucking years because if you watch Incredibles 1 that was a great movie um top to bottom beginning to end great movie great characters great story real strong and then you got Incredibles 2 which you could see a dynamic that shifted you know it's you know the more emphasis on the girl and what she could do some of the fight scenes were pretty cool but um it's just it didn't move forward you know like the other one was about family this one's more about you know woman power you know and i don't know it just didn't work it just felt like a i don't know it wouldn't have worked if you had didn't have the first movie i don't i don't think if you if you just came out with that second movie it would have been subpar but because it was the f sequel to a great movie eh, kind of wins I don't think it, it needed that, that first movie just to even sell as much as it did. But, yeah, it was really, I don't know. It just felt generic. It just did. Like, if you watch Finding Nemo, and that's a great movie, and then you watch Finding Dory, they're two different movies, but one is obviously a sequel, and it's just better, you know? <laughs> but you can watch the first one without a problem. This movie, it continues off from the first movie, but it doesn't really add much. And it just feels like more of the same thing, but nothing... But it doesn't make you feel the same. So uh, it's, it's hard to break down. Let's see. What? Um, Annihilation. What a bummer that was. See, it was disappointing because it, it looked really good. You had a really cool director, uh, story writer. Um, it, it was a bit mysterious. But uh, it ended shittily. And I mean, that's most of these movies, is that's what it is, man. They just end terribly. 
Um, Annihilation ended in a wonky kind of way where it's kind of a, like a bit of a plot twist. I'm not going to ruin it, but it it just didn't end well. And the concepts weren't uh, driven as much as it should have. You know, like they're trying to say that people are going to get merged together. Things are getting merged together. But it really didn't push that that much. And there was those creepy things that didn't make sense. They should have explained it later, but they didn't, you know. And I, I'm cool with that where you're not explaining big story plots, but I don't know, man. If you put too much mystery in it without, I don't know, giving me more, eh, I don't know. Let's see, Ant-Man and Wasp, why did I put that one there? It was an okay movie. Uh, I probably only watched the one time. I think Wreck'em Ralph 2 was okay. Let's see here. Uh, Bird Box. I wanted to like Bird Box. There was a lot of hype around that. If The Quiet Place, which is a great movie, didn't exist, then Bird Box would have been pretty good. Here you got a, a movie where if you see something, you kill yourself. So, you know, in The in the, in the Quiet Place, you have, you make a sound and you get died. <laughs> you get died. That's what happened. <laughs> Straight died. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> but in this one, if you see something, you die. And, um, yeah, whatever. Um, because it's... I mean, I like the characters and everything, but that was a bit of a letdown. Mission Impossible was a bit of a letdown, which is an amazing thing. Because I really like those Mission Impossible movies. Every single one. But the last two have been... It's like they're declining. I think, I think it's... When Mission Impossible 3 came out, it was really, really good. You know, J.J. Abrams really brought it up a notch. It, like, changed the whole spy game. You know, it was a lot of action, a lot of characters, romance, you know. And then you get the the second movie after that, Ghost Recon, and that was pretty tight, too. But this time, his girl, like, he can't be with this girl because uh, some bullshit story, right? Because... If he gets with this girl, people are going to come to kill him. But then didn't, why didn't he fucking think of that before he got with her? I don't know. They had good chemistry, too. I really thought those two characters were good. Something about the third movie where he's like, uh, I'm going to die and you're going to bring me back. And then you're going to shoot these people. And then she does that. I was like, all in. And they just like fucked up that dynamic. They just said, fuck it. They created this cool little aspect between these two characters. The main character, Ethan Hunt, and this doctor chick or nurse, or whatever she is, and I thought that was pretty cool, but they just get, got rid of that, so fast forward to Mission Impossible, uh, Fallout, or whatever, it just became a generic action movie, um, they had some of the characters, they closed the, the relationship between him, and, uh, that one girl, and now he's gonna get with the spy chick, who's like, whatever, <laughs> He gets he gets with this spy chick who's kind of like him, and they're together. I like the idea of the main character getting with someone who's like from a different world, you know, and that that's why he was with her to begin with. It reminded him of a life of what he was fighting for. Now he's with some chick who's the same thing as him. That's not good at all. That sounds like some kind of a production company kind of thing but you know what sucks too is tom cruise had a hand in it so they he should like walk away because i don't know maybe you should stop making these fucking movies dude these are dumb you know they keep coming out with these mission impossibles and they're doing things but it, it's it's the same shit what what made mission impossible three different from the other two movies 
and it's like a rebirth of this fucking franchise, is it established characters and uh, dynamics that didn't exist in other previous movies. It was like, you got this guy with this girl, and shit's weird. You got people dying. You got these other relationships that are just off. You know, it's kind of weird. They have conversations that just don't make sense, I guess. I don't know. It was pretty good, but I don't know. Fuck, fuck this movie. <laughs> it let me down. I had Henry Cavill, and I like as I'm watching, I'm thinking, oh, he's the bad guy. And I was right. I shouldn't be able to guess that shit, you know? We already did the fucking thing where your friend is a bad guy from the fucking first movie. And um, I'm trying to think. Did it follow in sw- suit? Because in every Mission Impossible... The they always have eat the hunt is maybe he's a bad guy or some bullshit like that. He gets framed for some fucking murder or something like that. And um Yeah, every movie. In the first one it's his whole team gets killed and they think it's him. And the second movie, he's uh the bad guy's wearing his face, killing people, and they think he's a bad guy. And the third one they think he's a bad guy again because of the white rabbit or some shit and the fourth one they blow blow up the kremlin and they think it's ethan hunt what happened in the fifth one uh what was the fifth one i know he had to go into some everybody's dying because there's an evil mission impossible people and they think it's ethan hunt and this one i don't know do they think he's the bad guy? They know there's a traitor. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. If I had to guess, if you put a gun in my head and had to guess, I'm pretty sure they thought he was a bad guy in that one too. So there you go. Venom. You know, I put Venom on this list of things that disappointed me, but you know what? I, from the trailers, knew it was bad. But what disappointed, and the reason why I did put this, you know what? I'm sticking it on there on disappointing movies of the year, is because Venom was a terrible movie, which I knew, but it made a lot of money, and a lot of people like it. A fresh new take, I heard. No, it is a god-awful movie. I did a review. Go on one of my podcasts, find a review. I don't know. I forgot which one. But yeah, it's a terrible movie. Fucking cursing just a curse. You are a bitch. <laughs> that's what that's what the Venom would say. I'm going to eat your head, and then your nails. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Terrible fucking movie. But it made a lot of money. It made a lot of money, just like Transformers 2 did. And they just kept shitting out these fucking movies. This movie made a lot of money. This is the end of the superhero franchise. Shit like this. They're going to fucking make another shitty movie. It's going to bomb, and they're going to stop making these movies altogether. Because they can't figure it out. They fucking figured out Infinity War. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. My number one... I know I didn't want to number these, but my... Number one disappointment of all that year was Black Panther. The reason why is because of the fucking hype for this movie was disproportionate to the actual movie itself. And it got all racial and shit because it got it got to a point where you couldn't make you couldn't make fun of this movie because you'd be a racist or some stupid shit like that. That's what really bothered me. You know, it was okay. But, I mean, the ending kind of sucked. The last fight kind of sucked. The entire, like, quarter of the movie at the end, the last, like, 30 minutes of the movie was terrible. Like, at first I was like, oh, man, this is kind of like a Black James Bond. It's tight. I like this. 
And then the last 30 minutes, you have like just random people fighting and shit and bad CG battles and a convoluted plot of taking over the world, you know, of like, if I get these weapons to people, I'll rule the world. I mean, that's, that's what we got. Now, don't get it twisted. That fucking bad guy there, he was one of the best villains in Marvel history. Next to maybe Thanos, but I mean, and Loki. Uh, and yeah, maybe Ab- Iron Man's dude. I mean, those were pr- pretty good bad guys. But yeah, man, I really liked um, Michael B. Jordan, man. He was a really good actor. He had, played a really cool character. You could really get behind his uh, the, his villainy, why he's a villain. You know, you can relate. You know, he just took it too far. And I, that's the tragedy. And that's what was good about him. But the fucking movie was terrible. <laughs> just that last part. <coughs> like Michael B. Jordan's Vegeta outfit. It was pretty tight. But, uh, yeah, it was a weird thing. What really made me hate this movie is it made so much fucking money. And people were like, oh, now we really gotta make every fucking movie racial. Every fucking movie. It's like, we're gonna have, have Black Santa Claus, Black Jesus, you know? We, <laughs> what the fuck? We can't have White Blade. No, 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 no. It's only, it only applies to making black people in white positions or something like that. We need to kill the white man. So it's like... I don't know, man. A black Terminator. I'm actually surprised there is no black Terminator. They got like 20 Terminators and shit. Uh, black Avatar. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Man, black Knight Rider. <laughs> I can keep going. Uh, but yeah, man, because of the success of that movie, they're not thinking of it as, oh, it's because we wrote it really good. They're thinking of it as because of the culture and all the black people in it. So they're going to they're gonna start shitting out these fucking movies now where they're like, oh, does that have black people? Good. Does it have a story? No. But does it matter? No. We just need black people. Yeah. And they're just going to be shitting out these movies, which really hurts a movement like that, you know, because now you're like, oh, man, inadvertently, you're going to make people not want to watch these movies because they're going to suck. You know, because you're just all about making it right. Do we have a transgender person? Okay, yes. You know, you know, 2018 was the birth of a weird time in which if you didn't match demographic, you couldn't play that character. People were pissed that um, Brian Cranston, the guy who was on Breaking Bad, he played a disabled person. People got flipped out because disabled actors need rights too. I mean. You stupid fucking piece of shit for saying that, you know, because think about it. Think about it. Really think about it. If I have Bob, who is a handicapped person starring in a movie, what's bringing in the money? You know, what's bringing in the money for the handicapped person? You know, you know, I you got Kevin Hart. That's enough. But Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart, you want to load your bases. So you want to have as many people to watch this movie about a handicapped person and how he could thrive. Right? What 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 message do you want? You want you want the message of handicapped people could do it too, right? Do we need to add the fact that, you know, he has to be handicapped too? Do you think that will bring more people into the movie? No. If you want a message like handicapped handicapped people can do it, you want actors to be actors. You want the fucking biggest names and the best actors to be in this fucking movie so that more people watch this movie and identify with said cause. Now, if you do something where you're like, oh, no, man, they have to be uh, handicapped, then no one's going to not not as many people would watch that movie. You know, they're, they're going to maybe watch the Kevin Hart movie, but not as much. You got a Brian Cranston, you got a Kevin Hart. Now people are going to want to watch the movie more than Bob, who's handicapped. Now, it sucks to be Bob, who's handicapped, but unfortunately, you haven't made a name for yourself. And that's just the way it is. I mean, it, 
that sucks, right? I mean, like, I'm, you're watching a movie based on like, a person, but really the person brings in the people who want to watch the movie. It, hey, man. Yeah, that sucks. This is the way it is. I mean, the world's not equal. I mean, I would like it if the deer didn't get attacked by the lion, but the lion needs to eat the deer. That's just the way life is. Life is not fair. Uh, you know what? I said Black Panther was my number one, but Solo. Solo has to be my number one. I really was looking forward to that movie. I saw trailers, everything. I thought it'd be like the best movie ever. It, originally, it was supposed to be a funnier movie than it was, but it was like by the books kind of a movie. Like Mission Impossible. It just seemed like, let's have a spaceship battle. Got it. They had a battle on a planet for I don't know how long, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And I went to the bathroom, and when I came back out, they were still fucking fighting. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> They're still fighting. What the f- <laughs> Why? What's happening? Why are they fighting? I don't know. And they added some social justice in there for some reason. I don't know why. And they added Darth Maul at the very end, and it was supposed to be a plot twist that he was in it, I guess. And then uh, he had to pull out his lightsaber, so you know it was him, I guess. There was one part where this one person was in a mask, and it was a badass, and then when she took off her mask, it was a chick. And it felt like it was supposed to be something more than it was. I reviewed the movie in one of my podcasts. Go to one of my podcasts to review it. But Solo was not a great movie. It was a great disappointment. It seemed like they, like a bunch of fucking producers got together smoking pot and said, how can we just get this movie shot out as best we can? Oh, let's just get uh, by the books guy. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Ron Howard. Okay, boom. Because originally it was supposed to be funnier. And there's some funny aspects. Like there's a part where Han Solo does this thing where he um, he he clicks a grenade, but he makes the sound with his mouth. He goes like that and then the 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 monster alien person was like did you just make a sound with your mouth he goes no i didn't i activated this grenade and i thought that was funny but they just stopped from there they could have made it funnier but they chose not to and they made it like a buy the book star wars movie and then there's one part at the very end where they really it's like instead of letting the viewer just understand what shit was going on, they have to explain it to you because they feel like their audience is stupid or something. Like a big thing with Han Solo is did he shoot first? You know, that kind of thing. And if in Star Wars 4 in the cantina, there's this uh, fucking bounty hunter after him named Guido. And fucking the thing that made it cool is like Han Solo is like, you know what? Fuck you. And he shoots this guy. He shoots first. People thought Han Solo's a good guy. How how could he do something like that and shoot somebody first? That's fucked up. And so they edit it so it looks like Guido shoots first. But it was Han. Han shot first. That's a big deal, right? Big argument, but everybody knows Han shot first. Anyone who thinks otherwise is pretty dumb and a fake Star Wars fan. But um So there's a part where, where the bad guy is like, well, he's not a bad guy. He's like kind of a mentor towards Han Solo, which they should have developed that relationship a little bit more. I think I think it would have made the movie better if they developed the relationship between apprentice and mentor, but whatever. At the very end, like 
throughout the thing, there were he kept uh, the the mentor kept saying you have to shoot first. You know, the world's a crazy place. Which these are some cool themes that they should have pushed more, but they didn't. I don't know why. They uh, they should have pushed the you know the world's a crazy place, and sometimes you got to do bad things. But they didn't they didn't push it enough. <laughs> And you sometimes you have to shoot first, that kind of bullshit, right? And they kept pushing that. They seeded it in there. So at the very end, there's a confrontation between Han Solo and the other guy. And Han Solo shoots the guy first. And um, they have this tender moment between Solo and, uh, and his mentor. And he goes, I would have shot you first. Just so you fucking know that if Han Solo didn't shoot, that guy would have shot him. And so it's like... It makes him not such a bad guy. But that's the cool thing about Han Solo. He's a good guy. He's a rogue. He's a good guy on his own aspects, but he's not a goody-goody. He gets shit done. He's the get shit done guy. He he is the every man, right? There's the there's the person who follows the rules. There's the person who doesn't follow rules. And there's the person who just follows pretty much what they need to do. You know, to get by. They need food, they steal if they need it, you know. Or they need to work a job, they work a job, you know. And they have to shoot the bad dude first before he shoots you. He's going to fucking do it, you know. But they had to make it so he's not such a bad dude, you know. If if the writers now were to go back in time and write for Empire Strikes Back, this is how a famous scene would have played out. I love you. And then Han Solo would say, I love you too deeply in an emotional, plutonic kind of way, but sometimes all right. And then he would die. But in reality, there's a scene back in the day with established, you know, Han Solo's badassness is, see, the thing about Star Wars, it, it played on, other than just being, you know, fantastical with its special effects, you know, that was just one aspect. It was written in a way where characters would do things that weren't, like, normal on the big screen, you know? she, the, Princess Leia and Han Solo are trying to get with each other this whole time. You know, you don't know where it's going to go. But there's a lot of friction between these two characters. And at the very end, where it seems like Han Solo's going to die, this is it, Leia goes, I love you, to um, Han Solo. And Han Solo looks at her and says, I know. Rather than saying, I love you too, he just says, I know. Meaning, you know, this whole time they were going back and forth about it. You know, he could have just said, I love you, but he just said, I know. You know, like, it was so pimp, you know, back then. And then he dies, kind of. You know, and then, um, you, you know, at the time, you didn't know if he was coming back or not. And there was an option for that to not happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, that. see, they didn't need to explain anything. They did things in a weird way that worked. It just worked with that character. Now, fast forward to Solo, where he fucking shoots his mentor, and his mentor ruins a fucking moment and says, oh, I would have shot you, man. You did right. Just so you can't say that Solo is a bad dude, you know? We fucking know he's not a bad dude. You don't need to write that for us to know that. I mean, we fucking watched the other movies. That's the reason we're watching this fucking movie. I don't know. What a disappointing movie. It, all of it was just 
bullshit, you know? Let's have an action scene. In fact, it feels like they were like, we need 15 action scenes. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we got this, this, and this. Now let's make the story work with it, you know? It didn't feel like a good story, you know? I mean... <sighs> man, they could have really done well. Maybe the second movie would be better. I don't know. Fuck Star Wars. They had such a good property. I think Disney will do right, though, because they're going to have this Disney Plus, and maybe they'll make a better show. Fuck, I don't know, man. They could fuck this up so bad. <sighs> it seems like – it seems to be, if you're listening to this, as I get older, shit is getting worse, like TV shows and such and movies, mostly movies. They just don't know what they're doing. Like TV shows are just better. Because they could, they have the time to flesh out stories and and just make them better. Like it feels like TV shows are just better nowadays. You got your Netflix shows, you got your Amazon shows. You got the, it's just better written. And then you got these movies where they're always like a hammered out product, where hero fights a bad dude, bad dude beats hero, hero eventually wins. You know, and there's a girl in the process. And now movies are turning into a weird kind of thing where the girl is the main character and pretty much doing everything the guy used to do. And it just doesn't seem right when when they get with a guy, you know, or they don't have a love interest at all. So it just doesn't make sense. You know, you, you can't identify, you know, like like when you watch a show. Or anything, or a movie, you want to kind of identify with certain characters. You can see how the relationship's going, but in the end, you always want a relationship to to happen at least for the hero. You know, if you're watching a protagonist, you want things for the protagonist, and by golly, you kind of want them to get with somebody. And usually, that does happen when you have the guy, and you know, it's hit or miss. But when you have the girl as the main character, it's just weird when. They're so alpha dog, you know, fucking beating up dudes left and right and shit and saying badass puns. And then they get a guy who's a bit of a pussy, you know, like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You know, I, I guess you have to have that kind of equality in that right way, you know, to balance it out. You know, you have your alpha chick, but that's not really how it goes, because when you go into a club, a dance club, right? And you're going to go try to meet up with some girls or whatever. How many girls are going after guys? That's not a thing. Guys go after girls. And that's how it is. So when you have a situation where you have the girl being the main character, if a guy is trying to get with that girl, it wouldn't make sense because she's the main character. She's the alpha. She's doing all this shit. What does the guy add to that relationship? You know, what does he add to it? Nothing. He, there's nothing he could do. If he's a supporting character, that's so be it. But once again, do you see a support as – you, as you're watching a show, do you see yourself as a supporting character or the protagonist? Usually you want to relate to the protagonist. And does the protagonist get the supporting character? No, they get the, with the main heroine or the main other person. And the main other person isn't a supporting character. It just isn't. They're someone who moves the plot, you know. Like, you know, Lois Lane, she gets into trouble, Superman saves her, works. Han Solo, you know, argues with Princess Leia and gets with her, and it works. You know, we got Tomb Raider. It, You know what? Did that movie come out last year? Shit, that movie was dope. Anyways, um, you got Tomb Raider, right? You know, not this Tomb Raider. Let's see, if he got with that, or she got with that guy, would it work? I don't know. But you got the other one where she, she's all fucking punching. You got a 110-pound lady punching 280-pound muscular dude, and they're flying off the fucking rails. 
<laughs> and then she gets with the guy. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. What does this guy have? You know, <laughs> you just got this one chick who's beating the shit out of these other guys. What the fuck? You know, or they make them lesbian. That's the next thing. You know, and and like you're like, damn man, women can't win. Why can't women like be badass and get a guy? You know, that exists in our world. You know, girls can be badass and they can get with guys. I mean, it happens. You know, I I just don't get how they can't make that work in movies. See, I think it's, as a culture, as of now, is we can't figure out our 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 roles, you know, because now things are getting strange, you know. You're like, men want this, women want this, men and women are equal. They can't be garbage men, you know. <laughs> like, like women, they're, they're like, they're, they're doing this thing where they're like, women need to be in engineers, but they don't want to be engineers. Not all of them, you know, they want to do other things, but we got to force this issue, you know. And things like that, you know, like uh, have like women do this, women women become superheroes and shit like that, you know. And they're like the best superheroes ever, like Captain Marvel, like oh they got the power of the sun, you know, <laughs> like like holy shit, you know. The, the other guys do that, but you know whatever, you know we're we're just confused in this culture, you know. You don't see women like fighting to be garbage men or under under underground, you know, miners or coal miners or anything like that or. I don't know. You don't have women jumping into prisons. Like, oh, we got to be equal. You know, they want to be CEOs and shit like that. <laughs> the top 1%, they got to be the most. You know. And that's why the movies don't work out that way. Because how does that work in main culture? You know? You know, yeah. Then again, I'm in a job where it's mostly women. So, what the fuck? <laughs> Look at me trying to make equal rights for dudes. <laughs> Look, I'm winning. <laughs> I'm winning, guys. I'm with all these girls. <laughs> Fucking sucks. I don't get paid that much. I'm just saying. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it for podcast for me. I'm your host, K-Dog. And as always, I like to say, be the better person than you were yesterday. You know? You, you got to strive to be the person that you want to be tomorrow, today. You know? If you want to do the 100 burpee challenge, do it today. Don't do it tomorrow. You know, my arms are sore. That's all I gotta say. And always stay frosty. Hey, it's the devil, and the devil is free.